Hello, Mike Baxter here with Strategy Distilled, the last one of 2022. Bit of a different one this month. I'm going to be talking about my reflections on writing and why I'm trying to write a short book on organisational core values in three weeks. And the kind of sub-theme to all of this is don't aim to write your magnum opus, go for a minimus opus instead. So I'm writing this the day after the winter solstice here in the Northern Hemisphere. It's the new dawn leading into a new year. And this period before Christmas is often a period of calm, a flurry of workshops and reports that clients always want before the break are all done. And the individuals I work with are either on holiday or having a quiet moment to themselves. So knowing that I'd have a week or two over Christmas and probably a week after the start of the new year before client commitments ramped up again, I decided to write a book. So what was I thinking? Three weeks. The last one I wrote, the strategy manual, took me six months. Yet one week in, I'm almost half finished. So let me explain. I believe we all have two types of book in us. The first type is our magnum opus. This is Latin for great work and it's generally taken to be the distillation of someone's life's work. Now, I don't believe it needs to be a whole life's work, but it does need to be the fruits of many years' labour. I spent about 10 years working in the field of product design, and at the end of it, in 1995, I wrote my book Product Design Practical Methods for the Systematic Development of New Products. Now, Magnum Opus sounds very grand, if not even grandiose. My intention with product design, however, was almost the opposite. I didn't want to celebrate the magnificence of product design. I didn't want to honour the magical genius of the product designer. I wanted to demystify the process. I wanted to make it accessible. I wanted to show that designing products, like most works of apparent genius, were the result of a lot of hard work by a lot of different people coming together in harmony. Simplifying the complex is, in my mind, great work to strive for. Great in the sense of magnitude as opposed to accomplishment. Because a substantial amount of experience is needed in any discipline before its complexity is mastered, that complexity is then practiced to the point that its underlying simplicity begins to reveal itself. And these were the lessons that I took forward when I tried to write the strategy manual. I'd read a lot of strategy books. Many I loved, some not so much. But I came away with a certain sense of frustration that took many years to work out where it was coming from. Eventually I worked out that most strategy books are about the why and the what of strategy. Few were about the how or at least not the really down-to-earth practicalities of how to produce a strategy, how to get it adopted across an organisation, and then how to adapt it as circumstance change. And once I'd got there, that was it. The spark had been struck. After I realised that such a book didn't exist, I kind of had to write it. Fortunately, by this time I'd been consulting in strategy for over 10 years, and so the simplicity underlying much of the apparent complexity of strategy was beginning to reveal itself. For those of you familiar with the strategy manual, you may think that 440 pages is not really that simple. 
But since it distills the lessons that I've learned from 10,000 hours of consultancy that I've done and the 15,000 pages of writings on strategy that I've read, that's from the 50 plus strategy books either on my bookshelf or digital books on my phone or laptop, I don't think it's a bad start. So that's magnum opus. But the second type of book we all have in us is a minimus opus. And literally this translates to the smallest work. Now I became interested in this idea when books on big history started to go mainstream. Bill Bryson's A Short History of Nearly Everything in 2003, David Christian's Maps of Time in 2005 and Cynthia Stokes Brown's Big History in 2007. I was completely blown away by the idea of history not of the Roman Empire or of Tudor Britain of the First World War, as I'd thought of it previously, but of everything from the Big Bang to the present day. These were, as you might imagine, quite big books. Both Bryson's and Christian's were just shy of 700 pages. At the time I was reading them, both my kids were under 10, and I wanted to share the excitement that I had about the notion of big history, but the resources, these books, didn't really make great bedtime stories. So I came up with a challenge for myself. What is the shortest meaningful way to tell the story of big history? And this became somewhere between a hobby and an obsession for me for several years. In 2012 I published How the World Came to Be, the most slender book possible explaining the origins of planet Earth. It was 32 pages long and had less than three and a half thousand words. In 2013, I published two more slender editions in what was turning into a series of books, offering distillations of knowledge that might otherwise take weeks to acquire. How life came to be was the first and how people came to be was the next. Fast forward to now, the end of 2022. I have three weeks with an opportunity to do something in it and a sense of two ideas coming together in my mind. The idea of tackling something complex and making it simple, but doing it in a minimalist way, in a small way. So not in attempting to cover an entire discipline like product design or strategy and not taking six months to complete it. The question was, could I take the idea of a minimus opus and apply it to my professional writing? Well, I guess you'll find out in the next newsletter at the end of January because I plan to have it finished by then. But here's the story so far. I'd written about the relationship between organisational values and strategy a couple of times in this newsletter in November 2021 and September 2022. These processes of thinking and writing about values combined to persuade me that I might have just found a Clark Kent of the strategy world something seemingly innocuous and often overlooked, which turns out on closer inspection to have superpowers. Resolving the core values of an organisation, I now believe, is a forcing function that helps to resolve your people strategy and hence starts the transition towards the culture your organisation seeks. And of course, having the right organisational culture can make the difference between success and failure for any strategy. 
How then could I tell the story of organizational core values and their hidden superpowers in the shortest possible book? And I've started with a bit of a design pattern that I hope might work for other minimus opus topics that I might tackle in the future and may even help you with your own minimus opus. My core values book is being written in two halves. The first half is a framework for thinking about and making sense of core values. This is like cognitive scaffolding. It provides a set of platforms to place ideas on, platforms that relate to one another in defined ways, platforms your thinking can move between using different thinking tools and methods. By the end of this part of the book, the reader should be getting comfortable with a vocabulary of core values and be making sense of what they are, what they're for and what makes the difference between good and not so good core values. Then on to the second half of the book. It's all about workflow. What work needs to be done, in which order and according to what logic in order to produce amazing and impactful core values for an organisation. What processes need to happen? Who needs to be involved both in consultation and decision making? What do you do next once you've committed to a set of core values? And how do you decide these core values are having the impact they were designed to have? Having nearly finished the first half, I'm on course for an 80 page book with less than 20,000 words. That's an hour and a half read for most people. It is minimus in terms of its conceptual breadth. It's an entire short book about organisational core values. But is it also minimus in the sense of the shortest meaningful treatment of its subject matter? In other words, could I have written less without loss of value? Probably, but not a lot less. It's certainly much more minimus opus than magnum opus. So wish me luck and let me know if you would like to read a preprint in early January and give me your feedback. And in the meantime, hope you have a very Merry Christmas and a great New Year.